This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, February 12th, 2019, episode 213. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig, and of course, visit our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Joining me, as he does each and every week, from the beautiful state of... Uh, I almost said the state said of Boise. The great state of Boise. I was going to yeah, say I mean, the great state of Boise, Idaho, but from the wonderful state it's of Boise Idaho. Boise and then everything else in Idaho. So. Okay, all right, all right. Idaho, Brian with an I, Aldridge. Hello, Brian. How are you? Hello. If you want to find me, I'm doing great. Uh, if you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, of course, my blog, biteoftech.com, and make sure you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, and on the right-hand side, you'll see a bunch of different links. First, we have our Discord group. Is It's a perfect place if you want to come hang out play games suggest news throughout the week um, we also have a link to our youtube channel uh, we have a link to our twitch channel which as you said we do live each and every week and also we have all of our audio formats so whatever uh, if it's an iphone an android i mean nick has it to where emails him a notification of every episode that we have however you want to get it uh, we have that and then the show notes are there so if there's anything of maybe a video if you're listening and there's a video that we play that you want to see the the information, you know, actually see it on screen. You can go to our show notes and and we have all of that for pretty much everything. We try to if we talk about something and maybe it wasn't in the show notes, we try to bring that in. So it should be pretty complete. And it has been for quite a while since not episode one. Our, our initial episodes were the, the show notes were pretty empty. Did we have show notes for like, episode one? I don't I don't remember how we did it. I think we did. Hmm. But it was just a couple lines. Like it was I'm just sure. very rough. Like here's generally what we're gonna cover. So it's grown since then. Yeah, let's see here. I think I can find this. Shown us for episode yeah, if you one. Can get back to the very first one. I am working working back slowly, going through pages in WordPress to uh episode six, five. Oh, this is taking a lot longer than I anticipated. Oh, we used to post blogs. Yeah. I forgot about that. We used to post game updates and whatnot. No, we were the source back then. Now we just talk about BR games, right? The whole time. So yep. we've really lost our. Yeah, we've got some survival games today. We'll be talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, our show notes are on this ep- week's episode of Infection, the H1Z1 podcast. We cover the February or the January 20th changelog and give our initial, imp- uh, our initial opinions of the game. So there weren't really show notes, but well, I that's kind of we, what we did. We didn't really have one. It wasn't, but yeah, I I think we had something we made, but it was just really small. Yeah. Well, there you and go. And then we started posting all the links. Yes. So. so, all right. Nevertheless, we have got so much to get into this evening, Brian. Um. So we'll. Well, yes, it's already off track for no reason. We've got so much to get into. Um. Let's talk real quick. Game of the week. We played Apex last week. We're going to play it again this week. So it's super hot right yep. now. Everybody's playing it. So back to back Apex game of the week. Um, we'll talk about Apex. A little so bit. hot right now. It, it is. It's super hot. Everybody's playing it. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. Uh, but coming up this week, Friday night, we do it. Our we're doing it. Our infection game of the week. Uh, so if you're around, show up. The game is free, um, and we'll be playing Apex. 
All right, Brian, we've got some breaking news that just broke a little while before we started doing this program, and it's not survival news, so I know, get your pitchforks ready, folks, but it is super uh, relevant to the gaming industry, and that is uh, these these massive layoffs at Activision Blizzard, which I think we talked yeah. about, we maybe mentioned in passing last week, it was rumored, I think last Monday, uh, or maybe even over the weekend, last weekend, before last week's show. It was rumored yeah. that they were going to lay off. Originally, it was like a couple hundred employees, two, three, four hundred employees, something like that. And yep. um, it came out today during an earnings call that they slashed about eight percent of their workforce, which turns out to be about eight hundred, close to eight to nine hundred employees from not 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 just Blizzard and Activision, but from Blizzard, Activision, and if you remember, Activision's got studios all over the country. Uh, and all over the world, little studios that work on uh, work on games. Um, there was one uh, when I lived up in New York. There was a studio I visited. Um, Vicarious Visions was the name of that studio, and they were an Activision studio. They worked on a lot of the Guitar Hero games. So little studios like that all around the world also get affected by these layoffs as well. So we're looking at about 800 or so employees laid off from Activision Blizzard. Um, now there is a lot of uh, a lot of people giving their opinions on that, and uh, and we're and we're going to do the same here. So yes, it is true that Blizzard and Activision ha- uh, posted their highest um, year of earnings ever in 2018. It was the best financial year in terms of profit that they ever had. Um, and there's a lot of criticism going around about the. Um, investors how 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 the investors are the problem and how you know these you know it's the, these layoffs are because of the investors and yeah, this really troubles me because i hate to be and and by the way it sucks for all these people that got laid off i mean these are these are 800 people's lives these are retirement plans this is health benefits um there's a lot of stuff here um thank you bob last for the subscription but at the end of the day, and Brian, you may disagree with me on this. At the end of the day, if the investors are unhappy, you don't have a company. So it, yeah. it's and it's not it's not fair. I don't agree with it. It's not the it's not the great greatest thing in the world. But at the end of the day, if you have unhappy investors, and frankly, the reason the investors are unhappy is because their cash on hand was like half a billion dollars lower than it was last year. Um, yeah. If the investors are unhappy. Doesn't matter how many employees you have because you risk losing those investors, and then you have no. Then you fire all ten thousand people that work for your company. So that's yeah. kind of my rant because I see a lot of shits flying around the internet about how well, the, the, this is only because of the investors. Well, yeah, that's kind of how it works when you are a publicly traded company and people are, are taking their money and giving it to you and expecting some type of return on that money. That's what investing is. But I think that they're having to look ahead a little bit as well. I mean, it, if you look at, let's take the Blizzard half of that company. Yes. There's a, there was an article out at the, about the same time, I think it came out today, that there, Blizzard doesn't have any new titles coming out in 2019. Really? So obviously that could be a major part of it. Sure, they, their cash on hand is, is lower than they expected. Yeah. But then they don't have any major major titles that they are planning on releasing in all of 2019. 
that means that their cash on hand is generally going to stay low. There's a lot of people that are very upset with the current uh, way that that World of Warcraft is going. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, there it came out with a new expansion. There were a lot of people who came back to it, but it's just not holding people from what I've seen. And a lot of people that have played uh, World of Warcraft for years and years and years are not happy with some of the changes that they've been making. Uh, you know, people don't like change. For personally, I ran into the exact same thing with World of Warcraft. They made changes. Of course, it was it was fine because before it would just in, invest your whole life into the thing. Um, they've tried to make it more casual, but I think they're finding that people don't stay with casual. People play casual for a little while and then they move on. Uh, but I, I, it will be interesting to see if if they're uh, they're if they're looking a year ahead. They're saying in a year, or they're probably looking at whenever they have their next thing that they're releasing date. They need to make sure that they're able to pay all the people employed and have it to where they make it to that and possibly have it not be as successful as there. You remember, I think it was six months ago when I brought up, I said, these companies, when they do this, they're investing so much money. And I think I said, I think I compared it to for them. It's pretty much a gamble. Oh yeah. Releasing games because they're, we're at the point. I think I, I mentioned it about the time of, uh, Red Dead Redemption coming out. And I said, look at how much they're investing. Now that paid off because we were looking at how quickly that paid off. But there's so many they're finding out that they're releasing uh, and, the, and the community just doesn't take to it. One, because there's so many games out right now. I mean, there's so many games that if you aren't on the top top notch that people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to go play that game instead. And then you've invested millions into something that maybe barely breaks even and that's not what they want so i know it's fun to hop on the on the on the hate train and all um so there's a couple of things here that i want that i want to talk about first of all i'm not a i'm not a great fan of um of activision blizzard so take that for for what it is i'm not a, i'm not carrying the water for them but there's a couple of things to note here they have reportedly given Every single one of the uh, terminated and the details are a little sketchy because this literally happened like hours ago. We're recording this on yep. Tuesday night. Um, so the details will come out over the next week and if they're relevant, we'll bring them up. But they're apparently giving all of the employees a pretty generous severance package, which is including uh, continued health care, which is arguably one of the biggest things out there. And they're continuing yep. to give they do some they do a twice a year. Uh, it's not a profit share but it's a bonus based on how the company does in the ex in, in expectation. So they'll also be paying out those bonuses from the 2018 year to, to laid off employees. So before we grab all the pitchforks and say that blizzard blizzard, you know, just left all these people high and dry. They very well could have told these people to hit the, you know, hit the streets, no severance package, no, nothing. You, you're, you're shit out of luck. Sorry. We hate to let you go, but here you go. So, and, and they're also giving people job training, helping them get placed into new employment. So they, they could have just left these people out on the road, which is what happens. Have you, if you've ever worked for a small business that closes, yeah. that's what happens when small businesses close, they fire all their employees and they say, sorry, but this yeah. is where you, and most small businesses don't even have these kind of benefits. Like uh, Brian, you worked for yourself for many years. Your business yeah. didn't provide you benefits. Um, I work for a business. Well, I had to now. make my own benefits. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> the business didn't didn't provide benefits for you. So I get it. 
Um, now, one thing I will criticize Blues on is that they let this rumor circulate around for a, almost a week and a half before they fired these people. The second that it got leaked by, it's that Jason, can never pronounce his last name, guy over at Kutaku, that's always got the inside scoop on this stuff. And he leaked this yeah. last Monday. Um, and frankly, they should have laid those people off Tuesday morning because I can't yeah. imagine coming into work every day and being like, oh, today's the day I might or might not lose my job. So if there's one thing to be critical about, it's, um, it's that, that they should have laid these people off immediately, but they didn't. But other than that, um, the severances are, are something, we don't know the details, but they're paying severances, continued health insurance, medical insurance, and then helping people get placed into new, new jobs. Um, so it sucks. It's a bad situation, but it, in my opinion, it could be a lot worse. Um, so those are kind of my thoughts on it. And, uh, and thank you, um, Donnie plays for the subscription and Donnie came in with a, uh, $25 donation, uh, over the last week. So thank you for that, Donnie. And I also want to thank our friend Brock Vaughn for his seven month tier one subscription here on Twitch. So, uh, thanks to all those guys for, uh, continue supporting the uh supporting the show so um where i mean i mean this sucks but it could be a lot worse um thank you falcons watch for six the six month uh his six month resubscription here so i mean one thing that they are mentioning is they're going to be refocusing on call of duty candy crush which you gotta admit i mean these mobile games for them they own king candy crush Candy Crush makes a lot of money. <laughs> uh, Overwatch, uh, War, Warcraft, and I think that they have been hinted at doing not just World of Warcraft, but doing. I, I saw that they redid some of the old, like Warcraft Three and things like that. So, I mean, that would be a really good because the nostalgia age of, of people that are my age, uh, World of Warcraft, or not World of Warcraft, but Warcraft, came out during my high school. I think pretty much during my high school years. So. There's a lot of people that would have played that that are my age that maybe are now willing to, you know, that they're not so busy with school and all these different things to where they'd be interested in a game like that again. So uh, maybe that's the direction they're going to go. Hearthstone, which I don't know that it's been doing so well lately. It has I mean, not. They have I, really pulled their foot off the gas of Hearthstone. They've kind of let it almost fall by, fall by the wayside, in my estimation. Yep. Yeah, it just seems like Hearthstone has not been as popular lately as it was uh no ph there my people my age are not retiring and i'm not there yet <laughs> but i there are people my age that have kids that are now graduating from high school which is kind of scary so get to it yeah <laughs> anyways uh and then the diablo franchises which i you could say i mean they, this last one really was a pr nightmare maybe they are anticipating diablo uh the mobile diablo immortal not doing as well because I mean, look at all the flack that they got for announcing that it was a mobile game. It's not a, I mean, got, not essentially a real game. I mean, yes, and so maybe they were putting more estimation of how popular that was going to be, and that is one of their next titles that I can think of that's really being released. They said it's not going to be this year. It says we won't be seeing the upcoming mobile release Diablo Immortal this year, but they say mobile is a top priority, um, and they're hard at work on it. And they don't have any other announcements for that. It was announced in 2018. Um, 
So it, I, I thought it was going to come out this year. Oh, well, it, it probably is, but it's, I wouldn't consider that a major. No, they said that we're not going to see it Oh, this year is hmm. what they're in during this announcement. So oh. I don't know if they're pushing it off. Who knows? Uh, maybe they're waiting till not people that, forget. Not that that would be a big income producer. I don't think for them. But so, but nevertheless, the, yeah. so kind of, kind of wrapping this, not, not wrapping this up, but kind of summarizing this here. It is in fact true. I'll reiterate what I said. They did in fact have the best, one of the best financial years ever. They they had let they had uh, five hundred thousand less dollars uh, or five hundred million dollars five hundred five hundred million uh, less dollars on hand cash on hand than the year prior half a billion. Um, so they're saying that they're spending too much. I mean that's yeah, what it comes down to. They're yeah. doing well, but they they're wonder what they're overspending on some. Their stock is not not doing well. Oh, so. oh well, uh, it was it was up four percent in uh, after uh, closed trading today. Um, okay. So the oh yeah, it dipped around four o'clock this afternoon and yep. is now up almost four dollars a share uh, in, yep. in after hours trading, which is expected. And uh, and and I these I saw some comments online saying. Hopefully these investors are happy that they've ruined these people people's lives, guys. You've got to be able to differ. You've got to separate the two things here. The investors in are investing their money to not lose it to get a return. Like yeah. I, 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 well, I don't know how to say this without in, sounding in, like a scumbag, but this is the reality of the situation. I mean, I know that it's people's lives, but it, it, that doesn't give you a free pass to run your now. If you want to make the argument that Activision and Blizzard are running their companies in awful ways, that's fine. At the end of the day, if the investors aren't happy, you don't have a company. So, but the issue is, is if if you work in the the gaming uh, workforce, if if you work for a company that makes video games, this is kind of standard. Oh yeah, uh, I, I've talked to a guy who's worked for uh, Activision. He's worked for all these companies, and he said we're we're constantly changing companies. Like this company will close down, or they're layoff people, and then we move over to one of the other ones. Uh, and that's just, that's how this industry works. And so we view it on the outside cause we're used to, oh, I, I expect to have a job for, you know, however many years that Life. I want to work there, Yeah, you know? Uh, but that's not how the video game industry works as games are released. You know, people will, they don't keep the same number of people as when they're developing a game. It's a natural flow. Now this, I think for them, they, they have enough titles that they're constantly working on to where they can probably keep people going on things. But as as you pointed out, they're spending too much. Yeah. They have too many people hired. They probably have things going out that they don't need. They have people doing jobs that they don't need to get titles released. So, so. this, I, I read this in an article and I didn't see it anywhere else. So I, I, I hesitate a little bit to bring it up, but I will. So according to an article I read, in, in just Blizzard, because Blizzard, Activision, and King are the three companies, the three big companies yeah. that Activision, Activision and Blizzard consist of. And King's the one with Candy Crush. The I mean, mobile, the mobile company. Candy Crush. So in terms of Blizzard, they are not laying off any developers. It, according to the article, in terms of Blizzard, all of the layoffs are in esports, support staff, and community management roles in Blizzard. PR. PR. Now... In Activision, well, they mentioned, I mean, those are fluff departments. If they're not releasing a title, a new title, support you can in the next drop, year. Yeah, you can drop a lot. They, of do they support. do they really need? I mean, the thing is, if they if they don't have, do they need a bunch of community managers when they're not releasing any new titles in the next year? If they're not doing any serious, I mean, 
if they don't feel like they're being competitive on Overwatch as far as being a, a esports type game right now, or they don't feel like it needs extra help, because there's uh, too well, many they, other games. Well, they did just start their out. Overwatch League season three or whatever, so Overwatch is still yeah. Look, but they may not. Strong. They they may feel that it's in more of a cruise control mode right now. Yeah. I mean, if they don't view it as a strong investment, if they don't think it's going to return, or they feel like they can just let it go now and reap some benefits for a while. I mean, they don't need all these people. So this shouldn't affect the games. I mean, the games being released, then as you say, won't be affected at all. Now that's in blizzard. Now in Activision, they mentioned that specifically those smaller studios that are all those, these little studios that are all across the country and world. Apparently those developers took a, a, a hit at some of these little, again, the one I'll use an example is vicarious visions in Mechanicville, New York. They make, they made like some of the rock band or guitar hero games rather. Those yeah. studios took a de- took developer cuts, and then there was no reference to what King, um, what if King? Okay, now King but the Rockstar or sorry, what was it? Uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar Sam? Hero. Guitar Hero just had a really abysmal thing happen with their Guitar Hero Live, and they actually offered uh, a refunds oh, really? to everybody that bought it. So I bet you that that has some. I bet that's more of a specific problem with guitar hero itself oh they didn't mention that specific studio i'm just saying they mentioned remote studios were the ones that were that were hit but i'm saying i i would bet you that that's because of whatever problems they had with guitar hero they probably said well we're also going to lighten that because i mean if you're giving refunds and i don't know if anybody bought your game i don't know if anybody from that studio was fired that's just the only one i'm familiar with um so that would make sense i mean guitar hero if if they're willing to refund all the the live part of it that's i mean that i would assume that happened yesterday so if you bought <laughs> guitar hero live from activision uh you can get a refund on your money well actually they, these people were hiring as of uh last week so maybe this studio didn't take a cut um but nevertheless so blizzard no developers activision some developers as well as other support staff and no mention to king so, yes, we can talk about the new, who is it, the CEO or president getting a huge payday when he signed on. We can talk about all of that um, and talk about how uh, subpar releases with Call of Duty is kind of remaking the same thing over and over again for years. I got it. I understand. I, I'm listening. But it really doesn't matter if the investors aren't happy. And I know that's not the yeah. popular opinion this evening, but it's just the reality of the situation. So. Can Activision be run better? Activision Blizzard be run as a better company? Absolutely. But yeah. they these investors wanted layoffs, and that's when the investors and the board says, well, you need to lay off 8% of your staff. to get. We need to get to this dollar amount. Then that's what you're left with. And, and fortunately, like when these layoffs have happened in the past with these studios, other studios, um, uh, even on our Twitter feed, Brian, where we follow the developers in our communities a uh, jat who is the community manager over at wildcard has tweeted that they've got multiple positions open for atlas developers epic well as has developers. a lot of epic i was looking uh, today someone sent out a tweet epic has tons of positions available yeah but they people probably don't want to move to uh raleigh to go to you know to work there so yeah yeah they have ones in europe they have stu- uh studios in europe they have yeah. them in, in raleigh uh, it just it seemed like to me if if you're desperate for a job You'd be willing to go to North Carolina. Yeah. So it seems like it's a lot. Again, a lot of it is mostly esports support, PR, community management, those kind of roles um, 
which which suck. Those people's jobs are 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 just as important as everybody else's. Not taken away from that, but and and they even said in their earnings call that they that they did with investors today that we are going to be upping development in 2019 as we move into the year. We're going to have even you know we're going to be working on even more and more products. And the way they do that yeah. is lay off 800 people, and then you can invest more into what they're doing. So who knows what they're actually going to do. Um, and I just want to make a clarification on Guitar Hero because I actually looked it up. So the thing is their song li- library because it was I actually own this game. And of course you do. It, yeah, it was, and I have it on the PS4, and it's not <laughs> Jesus great. Christ. You have a guitar. So what for they it? Did, Yeah, I got you, have two a, of them. you have a problem. What? Why do you own that? My, I thought my wife would enjoy it. How often has she played it? We played it like a couple times. <laughs> You're insane, dude. <laughs> um so so i have i have it and the thing that that i didn't like because i remember you remember the old guitar here yes the three buttons and four that, buttons yeah that whole style well the thing is is on this one they did it as you're you're playing in a live audience and all this stuff and they wouldn't let you just pick a song and play it like it was a pandora type of thing oh that sucks where the music was always changing you could never like do the same thing and it was just like a it, it was so ridiculous and it took all the fun out of it the the issue that they're having is that service is being cut off because they're probably having to pay crazy licensing oh, royalties. So are very you won't expensive. be able to have it's a guitar hero that can't get any songs. I mean, I don't know how <laughs> they expect that to work. The, 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 I guess the thing that you can look at um, with Rocksmith and things like that, you can't. They license all those songs once, and then as long as you own it, you can continue playing those songs. With this, because they did this live service, they. It, if they weren't willing to continue paying a nonstop licensing fee for, you know, overall, they, they couldn't keep doing it. And then they guess they decided to stop that. So it uh, was, it was the worst. I, I, it was, I wish I wouldn't have gotten that one. I mean, any other one could have been better. All right. Let's throw some gasoline on this fire real quick here. Now, now okay. this gets, gets some real, that let's, that's, I was going to shy away from this, but it's coming up in the chat. How important are some of these community manager slash PR uh, slash mm. public facing roles? I I mean, I really guys, I I'm not disparaging these people. They have families, they have lives. That that not, is not the intention here. But based on Twitter and looking at who is actually fired, it appears to be a lot of these community members. So I I, I mean. I, the argument is is that they're just as important as everybody else. I just said that, mm. but do, I I mean, but but is that not the case? Because why would you not lay off any developers? I, I mean, honestly I, believe it's very important. I think PR is honestly I, half I, the battle. I tried. I try not to get political on, and we don't get political on this. We don't. We. I mean, but if anything, you can take a look at when you're making hires based on diversity and not based off a of need. This is as political. I'm going to leave it. At, I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it there. You guys can do whatever you want. When you're making hiring decisions based off of diversity and quotas and things like that, rather than need, this is the end result. You hire a, on a bunch of people that make your company look good, that check all the right boxes and make, make the company say, hey, look, we're a very, very great company for this. But you know what? All, you can have as many purple-haired community managers as you want. It's not going to make your company better. Uh, and if, if anything, people on the outside look and say, are you serious? I mean, look at, look at the community manager that, um, Friday the 13th hired on 
<laughs> have, have, you, have you looked at people? No. I mean, I'm just saying that. So they, they let, they went to the different company, you know, and this guy's got green hair down to here. I mean, he looks like he's, he looks like he sings in a punk band. And it's like, do, do you think that that makes me think that you're an edgy company and that I need to actually listen to you more? That doesn't, uh, that doesn't speak to me. You could bring anybody who's passionate about your product. If they talk to me and they're passionate about it, I will care. They don't need a certain color hair for me to care. That that's been my opinion this whole time. And it just frustrates me that they think that that matters to me that they think, I mean, we, there's no way I can continue to go on this, on this topic past this no, don't. without getting, uh, no, and, and I don't, I don't but want that, that is, but that, but that is the point where I think that this is becoming apparent. Maybe politics are changing and it's, they're not viewing it as big as of a priority it was in the past. It could be any of those things. So can you, so can you, you answer my, you, I don't know if you necessarily answer my question. Are community managers in the general, in the position as important as they may have been? I hold the opinion that it is half the battle. PR, we've seen unequivocally with games that PR is literally half the battle. If you have, if you have crappy PR, your game literally can't survive. So I will maintain the opinion that they are incredibly important. What? Yes or no? Are they incredible? But, okay, but. Let's look at let's look at EA. Let's look at some of these companies how they do it. We have first of all, we have like Jat with Wildcard, yep. where you look and you say that is the community manager. Correct, but that there green, are other people here. Guy, he is. Uh, these other companies, they don't have a specific person. The community generally doesn't know who is the community manager for EA. These are people in the background that are all working on one Twitter account that are putting out information. So, I think that they. They could probably cut it back, and you know what? Most of the public would never notice. If they fired Jat, you would notice, and now, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a big change." No, I don't we, think that it's as vital to have ten. You could have five doing the same job. We've got a couple of comments in chat. Musty and Pietro both talking about how streamers do the same thing. Guys, definitely, totally agree. But you need community managers to handle the relations between the streamers. I mean, that's that's what a lot of community managers are doing. Is yeah. you, Twitch calls them. Uh, what does Twitch call them? Partner re partner relations, I think, is what Twitch calls their some of their community managers, and they work yeah. with the streamers as well as the community. So that's what a lot a lot of these PR people. For example, um, who's the girl from H1Z1 that we met out at PAX? Uh, she no longer works there. Uh, Sarah Flanagan. That's oh, that's what a large portion of her job was. Of course, was being on on camera and talking and doing some of the live streams, but it was also maintaining relationships how do you think all of these streamers get copies to apex do you think the developers are reaching out to them the answer is no it's pr and it's yeah. community managers but, so but you look do need they're not releasing still. any new titles they're Agreed. not releasing any titles this whole year so they <clears throat> really don't need all that hands-on that maybe they'd be doing on a year that they're releasing a bunch of things that may that may be the case and that would make sense but i don't think saying community managers as a whole don't need to be there no. because of streamers because i you still need to manage the streamers they Somebody needs to be the interface between the streamer and the company. And that's what I that's think. What I think that we've turned into where these community managers are more of making a statement for the company. They're, they're picking people that they want to represent the company rather than the game. And so I, I don't know. I just don't think that I don't think they're as vital to day to day business. If you're having something that's coming out, let's say Overwatch is doing a big event with their tournaments and they're really trying to grow that. That's where you turn around and you get community managers that are sitting and working with the different teams that are working with uh, social media that are working. 
that are getting that hype train going. But if they're not doing any major things for the next year and they're not making changes to uh, Overwatch that are going to be needing uh, extra help to the community to, to see, then why would you keep that person on? It's a year's worth of salary that they're not going to get any return for. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where we are. So yeah. that's... Uh, that's kind of the news that that was breaking here right before the program. Things will probably change over the week. Some of our information may turn out to be incorrect based on early reporting because there really is not a whole lot out there yet. There's just a lot of people on Twitter saying, you know, hey, I'm a social media manager. I, you know, I worked for this many years. I have this experience. You can give me a job. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what comes to that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. But it sucks because a lot of people are. But, I mean, at least they're not. I mean, that's the thing is people are being respectful about it. Uh, they're not getting the learn to code meme and all this stuff thrown at them. Um, and they're also getting so severance think, packages and continued health. I mean, I, I think this like is that, the so. best kind of, of layoff that you could have. I mean, if you're going to get laid off, I think this company is doing it in the right way. They're, it appears they're that way, helping yeah. the people to phase out and go to something else. They're not just saying you're done. I mean, what was that company? That did the Walking Dead um, Telltale. I mean, look at what yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, they're the ones who just said, "All right, you're laid off, you're gone, uh, no benefits, no severance package, nothing." Uh, people didn't respond to that well, and they got a lot of uh, negative press. And I think that their goal here is to make it so that people would come and and not worry about working for them. Because the thing is, they got to once once they get into a year where they're going to be releasing more titles, they're going to have to hire more people on, and if they really make it to where the developers and people being hired don't trust them. That's really bad for them. So, I mean, it makes a lot of sense for them to do this well, because this is an injury industry where you pick up people and, and you let people go on a regular basis. Yes. Um, so that's, uh, that's all we got right now. Um, yeah, that, that's what we've got right now. So that's, uh, that's it. That's uh, all right. That's and, uh, I mean, that's the thing too. I was one thing I was going to mention. I mean, you look at Square Enix and their numbers. Mm -hmm. They they've shown a decrease in sales for the past nine months. So I think that this is the the stocks have really taken a hit recently, um, and so I think that you'll see this will probably happen with some other companies. I mean, if 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 Square Enix has had nine cent nine months of constant down in their stocks and, and income or profits i think that i wouldn't be surprised if you would see a company like that turn around and have layoffs as well i think we'll see a number of those before the spring just because i would assume they're not rolling in money like like epic is or valve you know and and being like oh we can do a year worth of no profits that's fine uh so it'll be interesting to see if we have any other companies that do the same thing yes um all right, so that's that's about the industry news for the week. Um, you let's uh, let's transition to Apex, Brian. Um, this yep. is a game that is going to. I'm actually as we speak here. I'm going to go ahead and create a little uh, upper upper third thing for it because I have a feeling it's going to be a game that kind of sticks around in our in our wheelhouse here. Uh, we talked about it. I don't want to say briefly last week, but we 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 didn't really talk about it a whole lot. It was so new last week. But uh, Apex yep. Legends is the newest battle royale type of game to to hit the market i'm sure you've heard about it 
over the past week. Everybody's been playing it. Um, and last week we gave our original opinions on it, and I have had a chance to play actually a lot of it over the past week um, or so. I'm not sure about you, Brian, but um, <clears throat> so far they are doing some incredible things, breaking some some crazy records with what they're doing. Yeah. And um, it appears that unlike a lot of other BR games, uh, they are here to to stay for for a significant period of time. So yeah. they broke some pretty crazy player numbers right off the bat. Uh, there's a video here, but it's kind of hard to. There's not really any substance in it besides a couple of streamers dying and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's just some shots. It's just. But they and it's got a few things showing player counts. Player counts. So they they reached uh, was it 25 million unique players. Over the first, I don't remember how many days that they that they called for the first seven for the first seventy two hours was ten ten or ten or eleven the first seventy it was ten million the first uh, over ten million the first seventy two hours okay so and I haven't seen I haven't seen the latest there is, if there's there is any one. higher let me find it I believe it's somewhere of twenty five uh, is the number that I thought I saw um. So they they topped 25 million and this was yesterday yes that's what i was um, talking about where did you find them? 25 it, it's well it's a video and so that's where gotcha yes. actually here i found an article from the verb I'll, <clears throat> verge the verb yeah so it's uh, from the verge i'll put it in here as a link so it's, yeah, 25 million players logged in and they were boasting concurrent player counts of upwards of 2 million players which would put it right on track with with fortnite um now as with Fortnite, it's a little it, it it's your we, we just have to accept their word. There is no verification yeah. process of that. Um, so, we, but I don't have any reason to believe that Respawn would be lying about it. Um, yeah. So that's pretty incredible, Brian, for a for for a for a new game. Twenty five million unique players across PC, Xbox, and PlayStation in a week. Yep. That's early. well, and this is That's crazy. This is where, like Nisco brings up, they had 25 million and the servers weren't lagging. Uh, I think this kind of shows you a lot of the fact that this is a large AAA studio putting this out. That's not entirely the backing true. of that. Well, um, but having the backing of that, uh, they have the ability to spin up as many servers as they want. Plus, they have a code base that kind of came in this beforehand um, that had some multiplayer built into it. So it's not totally fresh. So I think that they came into it totally prepared because usually we'll see, I mean, we saw this with PUBG, that the numbers really start get going and then all of a sudden servers are doing really weird things. Loot's not spawn, uh, spawning in correctly and just odd things are happening. So I think that they they just knew that this could be big and I think they're prepared for the biggest. Because I mean, you, you don't just all of a sudden say, oh, we're getting a lot more players than we expected and then quickly coded up to accept 25 million people so that they had to come into this knowing that this was a possibility yeah um so i did what i noticed last night in it, it i've only had it happen, happen a couple times it's the server frame rate that takes an issue they call it what do they call that the they call tick it rate. tick rate the game mm -hmm. was playing in slow motion my frame rate was not low but the server's frame rate was low. And it was so it wasn't the... registering as many updates. So, 
I mean, I mean the game was running at like a little bit of how that'll affect the game was essentially it looked like the game was running at about 20 frames a second. It wasn't stuttering, but the whole game was slow. So that's that's I mean, if you look at the tick rate, that is how many times the server is accepting or receive or giving or receiving updates from the client. Now, I mean, you will remember from H1Z1 and Just Survive that you could keep running after the server shut off and it wouldn't tell you for quite some time. Yeah. It's because they weren't doing it in real time. They were saving up and if it didn't communicate, you know, it would just keep doing its thing. And when it got a chance to communicate, it would update. That's why hackers could mess with it so much because they could say, hey, oh, during this lag time, here's all the stuff I did, you know, fix this. Uh, And so the fact that you're getting a little bit of a performance hit on the client, that's a good sign. That means they're actually checking that you're there and holding you to it somewhat. But um, I mean, if you look at a, a tick rate of 20, that, I mean, that is not great. Uh, you know, if, I mean, you could think of it like refresh rates of, of computer. I, I think if they can get it to 30, a consistent 30 to 60, 60 will be what they want for competition. But I mean, if they can get it up to thirty to sixty, I think most people won't notice. And it wasn't a whole, it wasn't the whole game. It was I was playing with our friend UGX Vibe and one of his friends, and we yeah. landed, we got geared up, and then all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I was like, "Oh man, like I'm slow." And that lasted maybe three or four minutes. We got in a gunfight during it. That was very interesting. Um, yeah. We succeeded in our gunfight, and then a little bit after that, it just slow. You could see that it was fixing itself, and then it was back up to running. Uh, as smooth as it has worked, but that is only happening. Well, that's good. That I mean, happened- that's good that you saw you actually slow down. That means that they are doing, they're actually doing all the checks that games like PUBG weren't doing. Oh yeah, the, I mean, the game was like, I mean, it, the game was like you taking your record player and running it slower. I mean, that's that's how the game was playing. That means that that is perfect. That I mean, that's one reason why you'll probably see less hackers because they're actually doing real time checks. Yeah. Um, now, outside of that, I have had just I have had just a couple of crappy servers with rubber banding and whatnot. But I would yeah. say in I don't know how many hours I've played because they don't track it. But in the past week, I've probably logged a good twenty hours, fifteen twenty hours, enough time. Origin dust track. Okay, maybe I can look. Um, but I have experienced very few issues. I may be able to count on one hand. I think I can count on one hand how many how many issues I've had, um, how many issues I've had with the game. Yeah, which is impressive. Yeah, and the thing I, I haven't played. I have a deadline for school that I've been pushing on this week, so I, I actually I've had hardly played any games this week. It's I know you, you've been MIA. I've been staying up till writing stupid Java till like one <laughs> or two in the morning each night. I've got thirty seven hours. I've played thirty seven hours. I played a lot. That's that's disgusting. Thirty seven hours. What's wrong with me? That's a lot of PH played sixty four hours. He's a no life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what uh, else does he have to do in life? He just plays Apex. <laughs> so th- I've got almost forty hours played, and I've had maybe on two hands I could count the number of issues. It may be one though. Yeah. No, it, it's not an occurring thing. There's been there was an issue with servers going down Saturday. Fortunately, I wasn't home, um, so I didn't have to deal with that. But there was an issue on. Saturday night with some server outages makes sense peak player counts, but they resolved it from what I remember in like less than an hour and they were back up yeah. and running. So respawn is knocking out of the park, man. Um, and it's probably good that they had that though. I mean, they, then they would have something to actually look at to troubleshoot. I mean, the thing is, is if they're kind of getting close to server performance, 
capping out, but they never quite get there and it just kind of slightly affects it. Like if they got it to the point where, all right, this happened and then it was slow for like three minutes, that should give them a lot of data to, to fix problems. And if they fix it that quickly, they're probably were waiting for it. That, that is, that is probably the case. Um, now, uh, um, to compare this Fortnite, they got 45 million registered players on console and PC after four months on the market. Wow. Now, so. That is a li- I don't want to say that that's an unfair number, but we saw Fortnite was the first game to ever, not ever, Fortnite had unprecedented success. And in some regards, Brian, you could say it paved the way for Apex to be as popular as it is. But it's, I mean, PUBG set records too, if you remember. PUBG was like, oh, the PUBG was record breaking. And it's which seems base. like nothing now compared it's to irrel- what these are doing Do you remember at when, the time. You remember when Ark, Ark's numbers were pl- record breaking, like fifty thousand concurrent players. Yeah, on we're a like Steam that game? is so many people because we were comparing it to other games at the time. Yeah, we're like oh man, there's so many people playing Ark right now. Two million. And now you look at fifty thousand. It's like what you know? What is that? Don't quit your job. Don't, turn off the servers. Nobody's playing. I mean, so you can say in some regards that they paved the way for apex to be a a a smash hit on on launch the numbers are incredibly impressive they were expecting 10 million active players by the end or 10 million concurrent excuse me 10 million unique players by the end of february they reached it within 72 hours so they have blown past expectations um and do you think that people are just looking for something different? I mean, especially the streamers. I mean, okay, so let's look at marketing strategies. From what I can tell, these guys are paying, they're following the Epic Absolutely. Strategy. Yep. They are paying, they are paying streamers. streamers to play. Yes. But that, that is what works. That is, it's no if different than PR. Someone, no different than buying a billboard. Someone, it's like, maybe, I mean, they don't really need to hire on all these community managers as much. If they're just willing to pay these streamers to play, like, Look at all the people that then are saying, oh, they're playing this. I'm going to play it or I want to get that. Um, so I think that that makes a huge difference is they rather than trying to put out ads. I mean, I see a lot of PUBG ads everywhere and, and especially we used to see a lot more. Uh, I think they found that, hey, Epic figured out that all you have to do is pay the top main streamers to play. And right now, Apex is the one probably paying them more. And so is this going to turn into a war of who's willing to pay the most for their time and then that's going to be the top game at the time i mean what what is going to decide this once more com- more and more companies start paying these people because there's only so many top players like in this type of a genre shroud dr disrespect ninja um ne- summit when he decides to play these but how many other there's not that many others that pull in 40 50 000 people um I definitely think this is the new strategy. Uh, I think you can look at Blackout, Call of Duty's game, and they did pay some streamers, but I don't think they paid anywhere near the levels. Uh, Our friend Falcon is talking about people watching on Twitch right now. Let's pull this up live. Um, So there are currently, wow, there are currently 630,000 people watching Apex Legends. Watching. So yep. you can imagine there's probably a million and a half, if not more, playing. Uh, Shroud has got 174. Twitch Rivals, which is their tournament that they're doing, a challenge, has got 84. 
Doc's got 55, Ninja's got 45, Tim the Tapman's got 25, Summit's um, got 20, Lyric almost 20, and then it very quickly drops off uh, off the side there. But yeah. that's 629,263 viewers. Yep, and it comes down to these streamers that can pull 40 to whatever now streamers Hundred and seven people watching Shroud. Damn near two hundred thousand people. How much do you and have to pay? Do you, him? Think, do you think he really likes that game that much? Well, that's. I mean, do you think he? Do you think he actually thinks it's better than all these other games? Well, see, that's gonna. That's part of this thing here. You will hear me say this over the next couple of weeks because I think it's important to say, and I'm not hearing enough people talk about it. Honeymoon period. We are in the honeymoon period of Apex. For people that don't know this term, yeah. Brian, you've been you've you've been you've been married and had a honeymoon. But the the way the expression goes is, when you get married and you're on a honeymoon, everything is fantastic. You get back to reality. You go back to work. You realize, you realize every. I mean, it's just it's kind of the same. Like it's not the greatest thing ever anymore. I don't know. I, I'm not married. I can't attest to it. But nevertheless, that's the phrase. We are in the honeymoon period. These people are currently getting played. We don't know, but we can assume these people are... We know Doc is getting paid. He literally talked about it. But these, these streams yeah. are getting paid to play the game. Now, in my opinion, the game is really good. In your opinion, you've said you thought the game is really good. Um, yep. But they're still getting paid to play it, and everybody is watching it. So, in turn, the game is great. Now, we may yeah. see over the next couple of weeks that some of these paid streamers... Now, I think the big guys, Shroud, Doc, Ninja... Lyric, Tim the Tablet, all those guys will continue to play because it's what people want to watch. They play what people watch. That's just the business yep. that they're in. But you will, I mean, you will see this number go down, of course, over the next couple of weeks. But the question really will be, where does it, where does it stop? Because we've seen quickly a game like Blackout is a perfect example. When Blackout first came out on Twitch, everybody was watching, um, was watching Blackout be played. As of right now, there are less than there are thirty three thousand viewers watching Blackout. Twenty seven thousand of those are watching a Call of Duty Pro League event. Yeah. So they're less than five thousand people, or just about so five. The 6, regular streamers are, are pretty much not getting any viewers the, on that. Right. The now. guy in second second box on Twitch has got three hundred and nine viewers. Now I wish I had three hundred and nine viewers right now. Don't get me wrong, but. 309 viewers on a game that was incredibly popular. Yeah. Well, and, and like uh, PH is bringing up, he saw an article that most streamers are pretty upset about Fortnite right now. And that could be very likely. It could be that there are a lot of frustrations, but we've talked about this with us. When you're getting paid by a company, you're less likely to, to talk about the problems when they are paying you money. Um, you know, that's something that we haven't done and we've had to reap some of that sometimes um but I, I think that with this whatever frustrations they have with the game like ninja if he's making let's say 15 to twenty thousand dollars a month i don't know what they're paying i'm just throwing a number out there that could be a possibility high, but well maybe it's what not it, 15 to twenty thousand for ninja they would probably view it's, that as it's probably one time pays. You're going to play the game for this. Amount. It's probably a one time contracted thing. However, they're doing. I mean, yeah. even if it's ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Um. It, you know, if 
for them, if you're getting $10,000 a month consistently from, from Epic, you're probably not going to say, oh, th look at this. This is broken in the game. This is broken in the game. You're going to try to make people think that the game is the best thing ever. I think that we've had that for so long with Fortnite that now that there's something else and other money's coming out, streamers are probably more willing now to talk about, oh, this frustrates me about Fortnite, or I'm tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, we'll see. If the money stops coming in from Apex, if they stop paying the streamers and they all go back to Epic, then we'll know exactly what it was. The so we'll see. 11th person on the Fortnite page has less than a thousand viewers. They have 963 yeah. viewers. On a normal day prior to this, you have to probably go down 25 or 30 streamers to find somebody that has less than a thousand concurrent viewers. Again, thousands, a lot of viewers. Don't get me wrong. But from the numbers that we were just looking at, it's pretty, it's pretty insane to see these numbers. You have got, do you think that this is going to actually affect Fortnite in the future? I mean, do you think it was a false, do you think we had a false idea of how well Fortnite was doing outside of the paying that they were doing? No, I don't think so. I mean, I've played, I've played enough Fortnite recently over the past couple of weeks. Fortnite is a good game. It is a very good game. Um, it, the, it is incredibly polished. It's got its issues. Don't get me wrong, but it's polished. It's not an eight hours per day game that the streamers are doing, but no, but I mean, these, well, these people are playing it eight, 10, 12 hours a day, but it's yeah. a polished, finished game. There's, there's very little, there's no bugs with it. Um, the, the game just kind of, the game just works. It doesn't kind of, it just works. So, yeah. uh, you know, you, there are there issues or do the competitive players have got, they've got problems with it. Yes, yes, yes. But in terms of the game itself, rock solid. I feel the same way with, with Apex right now, but there's a couple of things out there. There's a, there's a talk that they might be adding a solo mode to Apex. Yeah. I think that would be a terrible idea for this game. I think it would totally change the whole way the game is played. The only, way, the only mode in the game right now is three-player. I think single modes would be stupid. It gets rid of the whole respawn system. It's a huge part of, 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 what's, of what's going on with it. But you kind of asked, will it affect Fortnite? Absolutely. Will it, will it yeah. take players, me, somebody that was playing Fortnite on a semi-regular basis, maybe one, one to three times a week, one to three different nights a week, I'd load it up and play it. I will not be playing Fortnite for, for the foreseeable future. I just have no reason yeah. to. I'm playing Apex Legends right now. So it will absolutely Do you think that their, their young player base, Epic's, or Fortnite's young player base would actually switch over to this type of a game. Uh, like PH, he, he linked an article that says, you know, they're saying that it's not Fortnite killer because Apex requires a, a beefier machine to be able to run Absolutely less accessible, does. which I think with that age group that so many junior hires and, and young high schools students are, are playing Fortnite, that I think that for them, they tend to not have a beefy gaming computer like we do. And so... I think that makes a lot of sense. They're getting a lot. They're probably getting a lot of console right now. I bet you a lot of the numbers they're looking at are console. If you know, because that all these people who already have those, the PS4 and the Xbox can play it no matter what. Um, but all these kids who would normally play on PC, I, I bet you they're playing it on console now or this game because they, they probably don't have a computer that is good enough to be able to run this game. Uh, and, and I mean that 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 makes that makes perfect sense. Um, 
Now, I see, I've seen a lot of articles that Apex is and isn't the Fortnite killer. I don't think nothing, nothing is going to kill Fortnite. I mean, but I think, I think it may slowly eat away at it to where there's something else that could possibly be on its level. Well, which well, we hadn't seen up to this point. I would agree. I think in the grand scheme of things, Apex and when when the when the tides kind of recede and everything gets back to level playing field 3 months from now, 4 months from now, we I think we will unless Respawn does some something crazy with the game and changes dramatically what they're doing or there's huge issues with the game, I think you will see Apex and Fortnite on identical levels in a lot of respects. Yeah. One thing Apex has got going forward, they've already talked about a pro league and competitive modes that are coming out in March, a, 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 yeah. a March a, a comp, which Fortnite really doesn't have a competitive ranked system. They don't. It's not that they do not have a competitive ranking system. They've been in waiting Fortnite. for it. Yes. And they just, Epic has dragged their heels, with, drugged their heels with it. So that could be huge for, for this game in terms of, of esports, which is in turn huge for twitch and live streaming which is in turn huge player count i mean it's the, that's yeah. how the dominoes kind of fall with that um so i just i don't think anybody can say for certainty one way or the other that it is or isn't the fortnite killer but I, in my estimation based on what we've seen over the past week or so it will at some point level off with fortnite will it ever take over fortnite i don't know again you talk about specs you talk about platforms that it's available on probably not Well, how much is apex going to change that's the thing who is knows apex came out incredibly polished uh one thing that epic has been able to do is first of all they're constantly updating their engine to make to make improvements and to make fortnite do crazy things like we talked about uh, them changing the world in real time again across every server uh, I, I i i can't imagine any other game that could possibly do that in real time I bet I can't name one that would really do it. Maybe, you know, maybe some low resource game might do something, Minecraft. but it wouldn't be on that scale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Minecraft could have a pit open up in the middle of the map or something, right? <laughs> but that's not the same thing. They're not this in a game like this. Changing that world in real time is a huge ordeal. Incredible. And so um, I don't. We may find the Epic Apex stays how it is right now you know, make some slow improvements, but it doesn't do the drastic and crazy changes to the world and everything that people have gotten used to Fortnite with. And maybe at some point people will say, all right, you know, I played Apex and I played a lot of it, but it's the same map and it's the same. They may get tired of it. I think the Epic has done a lot to try to prevent that. Well, we'll see if Apex does. Well, you look at a game like Overwatch and people compare it to Overwatch and its player system, but Overwatch is a very popular game. Um, yeah. But, how often do you play it? It's not that the game is bad. It's not that the game isn't exciting. Every time we play Overwatch, Brian, you and I, we have a great time. We really enjoy it. We have a lot of fun playing it. But it's been out, and we've played it, and we've played it, and we've played it, and we've played it, and it just kind of gets old. Now, exactly what you just said. What does Epic do? Every time there's... They're doing some crazy... They For Valentine's Day, they've added this bow that when you shoot somebody... It turns them into like a, a lovebird temporarily where they kind of float up in the air and they're paralyzed, you know, the old thing from yeah. cartoons. So they've done that. Um, or they're doing that for, for, for uh, Valentine's Day, which is what, tomorrow? No, Thursday. Um, 
Apex can't do stuff like that because it doesn't fit the game. So I think yep. you will probably see a very um, similar trajectory to something like Overwatch, where yeah. it has a very long, consistent, consistent, that's the keyword, consistent lifetime. Overwatch, Which is better for competitive leagues. Exactly. And you look at where Overwatch is, they have... Uh, uh, they just started their, I don't remember what what season of their Overwatch competitive league. They've got teams in Boston, Dallas, LA. They've got teams all across the country. The game, the tournaments are on ESPN. The, the, they were on ESPN last last season or last year, whatever, however they do their leagues. On ESPN2, in a, somebody sent me a picture. In a bar, sports bar, there was Overwatch on the TVs because it was on ESPN2 and ESPN3. So that, yeah. I mean, that is making huge strides. So I think they will. Uh, I think they will probably see success to Overwatch, which would be a great. Overwatch is an incredibly successful game. They made hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars off Overwatch. Yep, and so I think that that is going to be the difference. Where you know, there's been that complaint that there's not been the competitive league in in Fortnite probably because they're constantly making changes so much and it's difficult to do that. Um, you know, and they're starting to lock down their servers to not have changes up to that point. But I think this one's going into it saying, we're going to do a competitive league just like Overwatch does. And I think they're using that as a roadmap. I think they're using pieces. I think they're using the parts of, of different games that work, the competitive level and the consistency of Overwatch. Uh, they're taking some of the things that, that Epic is doing with Fortnite I think they're taking the things that work and building what they think will be the most successful game out of it. And obviously it seems to be paying off. It seems to be working. I mean, just looking at the numbers. So we'll see. I mean, the thing is six months from now, that'll be the question. Where are we at six months? From I don't now? even think it'll take that long. I think by, yeah. I think by May or June, maybe July at the latest, we'll, we'll know where we are. Yeah, I, th I think so. And but we've we've seen games before, and we're like this. Well, even just with PUBG, I mean, we looked at the numbers, and we thought for a while, like, when is this going to stop? How is this going to? It this doesn't seem like it's going to stop. Uh, but it did. You know, something something happened. Something came out, and the trajectory quit going up for for uh, for PUBG. So that. Just like we're saying for Fortnite, it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. It, well, PUBG did. Um, and at some point, Fortnite will. And it'll be interesting to see, is this the one that would, would actually make that happen with them? So uh, it was what's well to watch it. Yeah, and we uh, obviously will we'll continue to uh, keep track of. Is there any other, any other news here in terms of Apex that you want to talk about? Oh, uh, there is one thing. There's uh, apparently... They're apparently going to be introducing two packs into the game, some type of cosmetic packs, a Twitch pack, and a PS Plus. Pack. So this uh, this was yeah leaked in a, a file. Yep. And so they had gone in there. So you should expect to see that in your Twitch Prime subscription. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Smart. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you'll have a Twitch Prime, and then if, if you have PlayStation Plus, uh, they'll have some support, support, sort of a skin pack to be able to. You know, get those because if, if you have online, I mean, generally you have PlayStation Plus, so it's they're giving away two pretty much free uh, skin packs, one for console, 
for the PS4 console and then one for PC. Which I wonder if uh, Twitch, I wonder if that will work on any other, if that'll just be PC. I think it just works for PC yeah, because they're a Twitch client. So. so, all right. Um, and then uh, I did have a link in here. People want to check it out that has some of the spray patterns for the different guns. Oh, I yeah. Mean, and, uh, so there are the various spray patterns for different guns if you want to go in. It may just help you to understand uh, going into it, at least for maybe in the different categories of guns, what to expect. Because you have um, the shotguns, which you can kind of see one has a star, one has an eight. You know, they've, they've done various patterns for that. Uh, some guns will go left to right, like the Mastiff. Uh, some go straight up and down. Uh, so this kind of gives you an idea of if if you're firing a certain gun, do I need to worry about it going left, going right? Um, you know, will it generally clump together? So someone actually took the time and shot a wall to capture these. Yeah. Uh, so there's this, there's two good things here. There's the spray pattern, and then there's also this crazy ultimate weapon stat chart. Um, that if you're super into the game and you want to learn more about all the guns and their stats, uh, somebody's compiled a, a list here of all the different stats on and both these links are in our show notes on our website, which is infectionpodcast.com. Uh, thank you to vertigo bomber one for the, uh, subscription here on Twitch. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, so, so we got that. So that's apex. Uh, it's free again. And if you haven't tried it, I'd highly recommend you try it. Um, if we even, we've even, this is big news. We even convinced our friend Saul Goodman, who refuses to play Battle Royale games, to play Apex, yeah. and he's really enjoying it. He may not admit it publicly, but he's really enjoying it. So uh, even if you're not the typical BR type, I would find two other people you want to play with. That's kind of the key here. you got to play with people that you really, unless you're PH and you play by yourself all the time and yell at randoms. Um, find two other people that you enjoy playing video games with and play with them. I don't know how you couldn't have a good time. It, yeah. it, it, the game is a lot of fun. So check it out. All yes. right. Do we want to do the, the uh, yep. So make sure if you're going to play, jump into our discord and then we'll make some groups for that. Yes, sir. Uh, do you want to do the uh, game giveaway? Get that started. Absolutely. What do you got for us, Mr. Aldridge? All right. So let's do a, a 60 point raffle. This is the exclamation point giveaway uh, in chat 60 points. So that pretty much means if you've been watching for the last hour, uh, also, I think following gives you 10 cans, as we call it. Uh, so make sure that you uh, you check that out. I'm going to be giving away a uh, copy of Hard Reset, Hard Reset Redo. Um, and this is a game that's normally $20, $20 right now. So if you are interested in getting that, it is a action-adventure FPS cyberpunk shooter. Uh, and it has very positive ratings on Steam. So... If you're into those sorts of games, give it a try. The graphics look good. And uh, anything that doesn't have mixed to uh, bad ratings on Steam usually means it's because people will mark them down for anything nowadays. So um, that shows that it's actually not that bad. Uh, real quick here. Dead by Daylight is doing a sale right now. I have played a lot of Dead by Daylight. Uh, I haven't played it a whole lot recently because I've been busy with some other things. But uh, they are doing a pretty big sale right now. So if you do not own Dead by Daylight, I would give it the highest of recommendations in terms of a game. Uh, it's on sale. The base game is 50% off. The deluxe edition is 60% off. And DLC is 30% off. I bought three DLCs 
that were in my wish list when this started last Thursday or something like that. Part of the Lunar New Year sale on Steam. So uh, if you've been waiting to buy Dead by Daylight, this is a this is a good time to buy it. Um, the game is so much freaking fun, and uh, you can get it on Steam for what is it? Uh, ten ten dollars. That is the uh, the very good the, the sale price. So check it out. And we have a link for that in our show notes, so uh, you can check it out there. Uh, I think we should do. I think we should do the dead matter video because it's a little they don't long. put you out updates. Yeah, let's go ahead and run that um, because they don't put updates out that often. But when they do, they have a lot of content in there. Okay. So I think people find it interesting some of the new things that they're adding. All right. This is a uh, this is a pretty lengthy but uh, in very informational. What is real quick? What is dead matter? Um, dead matter a survival game or a BR game? So dead matter is a survival game. Uh, they kickstarted and it was one of the last successful kickstarters <laughs> of a game yeah. that we have seen and so uh they 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 actually made more than they expected with the kickstarter and so what they did is they've actually raised the expectations of what the game is they've they've increased the quality of the game to the level of donations that they received so uh it's been really cool to see the the progress on this one Survivors, welcome to Dead Matter Vlog 06. We hope you're enjoying our brand new voiceover IP system, which changes the way you stand based on where you're standing. And in the future, it will also depend on what you're wearing. Masks will muffle your voice. Our talented lead artist Shirk has been hard at work over the last three months overhauling majority of our world map. We've now got a much prettier, much more performant terrain than before. There have also been some changes to the lighting system to make the game look less flat. Shirk has also replaced some foliage that was once a placeholder. Now all of our foliage is made fully in-house, and it looks a lot better than what we had before. We are starting to rapidly build up our points of interest across the world. However, we felt that Endgame needed something a little extra, a little procedural. We have now added procedural bunkers that will be scattered throughout the map. The generation is seed-based and is tied to the server that you are currently connected to. No two bunker locations on different servers will look the same. These bunkers will play a massive role in extracting extremely rare and potentially exotic equipment. There will be named legendaries with a variety of effects that you'll be encouraged to chase after late game. There has not been an art pass on the bunker assets for over a year. All of the bunkers are currently put together by a programmer and they are likely going to change for the better in the near future. Nomad has also finished his Nira camp from the last development update, and all of the assets associated with it. We're really excited to start spreading these around the world. Certain random areas will also become quarantine zones that will be deadly yet bountiful sources of gear and equipment. Our programmer has added a basic ladder system. You can now climb up any ladder that you see in game. This includes step ladders that you can carry around and place down. These can be used to access vantage points or to gain access to otherwise restricted looting areas. We're really excited to see some of the shenanigans that our player base will be getting into with these. We've now got some new weapons. First up is the AKS-74U. This submachine gun is the little brother of the AK-74. It packs quite a punch and excels at close quarter combat. Our second addition to the submachine gun category is the MP7 which is a sweet little submachine gun that it features a folding stock. When the stock is collapsed, the item will also take up less room in your inventory. Weapons that have magazines attached also take up more room in the inventory. 
Last, but certainly not least, the shotgun. Our talented animator, the shiny Haxorus, has put a lot of work into the shotgun. It fires 12 gauge shotgun shells, has a capacity of 8 shotgun shells, and is also one of the most modular weapons in the game. We've also tweaked some of our weapon mechanics. Instead of firing bullets from the player's eyes, weapons will now fire from the physical muzzle. This will make it much more difficult to fire from the hip. We're also adding a new pair of Mosin Nagants. We weren't really happy with our previous iterations. They lacked a lot of the qualities that we desire. We feel that these are a much better fit for the game. You can now push back zombies with a melee patch or use a bayonet if your weapon has one. This is to help with crowd control when you're starting to feel overwhelmed by the undead surrounding you. There are now some new melee weapons in the game. In fact, there's now 26 total, starting at the crowbar, the tire iron, a pair of bolt cutters, a broom, a hatchet, an oar, a rake, a sledgehammer, a mattock, a kayak paddle, and much more. Some of these will be moved to a different animation set at a future date. We're aiming for functionality first because we need a lot of these in-game in order to start building mechanics off of them. Picking up items has been refined. There is now a casting time for picking up heavy items, which is influenced by your character's current limb health. Broken hands will ruin your dexterity and make quick tasks, such as opening a flashlight to insert some batteries, a much more tedious task. You can now place items that you're carrying by pressing B, or to place any item, you can use the place option from the item drop-down menu. Certain items will behave as containers once they are placed, and you'll even be able to move certain containers after they've been filled, such as the cooler. Casting time has been added to most actions within the inventory, such as turning a flashlight on and off, opening sub-containers, removing magazines from weapons, and having a good old swig of diesel. There is a new ragdoll state that we've added. It is triggered by going unconscious, or can be triggered manually. We've included the ability to voluntarily fall over, since players can carry players that are in a ragdoll state. You can also use a pistol when you're carrying a different player. However, you will not be able to reload your pistol, so keep it in mind when reaching for your Makarov, and accordingly. We've now got a new set of third-person animations that look a lot better than our old ones. We've also got some animations for carrying large objects in third-person. Keep in mind that a lot of these objects will slow you down when you're carrying them. We've made some progress on our medical system by implementing our new limb health system. In Dead Matter, your limb health is currently separated from your blood, which currently acts as overall player health in Dead Matter. Only bleeding will truly affect how close you are to death. However, being forced to walk everywhere due to a sprained ankle is something that cannot be ignored in the zombie apocalypse. Your life depends on it. We've also implemented a nutrition system. While it's not a requirement to fulfill all of your macronutrient or vitamin requirements, there are benefits for doing so without any penalties for failing to do so, so long as you remember to eat and drink. You can now shoot any jerry can or propane tank item. This also applies to when they are being carried. Keep in mind that damage from these can cause a reaction. The same goes for the fuel trailer. We care about our world, and making sure that it feels lived in. We've added a way for you to read newspapers in-game. In the near future, we'll be adding multiple newspaper collections in order to provide a way for survivors to piece together the events leading up to the outbreak. Nomad has helped get a new van ready for gameplay. It has room for up to four, and can be equipped with some upgrades that allow you to store a ladder and some camping supplies on the roof, or a tire on the back of the van that you can be used to repair it if you accidentally run over a spike strip. We're still working on the mechanics behind this in order to add an element of risk-reward for when you decide to fix your tires. 
There are now greenhouses which will allow you to grow food all year round. Just keep in mind that they'll likely be a target for bandits during the winter. In the future, we'll be allowing survivors to build their own greenhouse, alongside some additional structures, such as a guard tower and some log wall fences. If you want to get your own road named after you, or get a personalized hockey jersey all while supporting Dead Matter, head on over to our Indiegogo page. There's a wide variety of ways to support us and some really cool once-in-a-lifetime perks for doing so. Show us some love via social media, Twitter, Facebook, our forums, and our community Discord, which is extremely active. We're a tiny, no-bullshit team. Our goal is to make a damn good survival game that we actually want to play. And while we're not great project managers, we're good game developers, and we strive to continue to deliver regular updates and interact with our community. Listening to your feedback enables us to make a better game. So please, stop by our forums or our Discord. We care about feedback, and we we listen to it. Thank you for watching this to the end. We truly appreciate your support. All right, Brian. So we got a couple minutes of uh, just regular gameplay after this. Um, is there anything in this that you want to point out or or summarize here from the video? Um, I mean, the main thing is is they're putting in a lot of uh, of features. I mean, if if you look at this, what they've done so far. I mean, just take a look at this compared to Just Survive. Yeah. Um, I would say that they are now definitely past the features that Just Survive had. And how long was Just Survive out and, mm. you know, being actively developed by a full team? Two years. Two years. Uh, you know, a lot of the limitations were the engine, but they were, I don't know if you want to call Daybreak a AAA company, but it was when it was Sony Online, I mean, it was a major studio. And so I think that... Uh, you know, I think that here they've shown that on a good engine, uh, a small team can go and make something that has a lot of features and, and works very well. So I personally, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm not a big fan of the drag and drop Tetris style inventory systems. <laughs> uh, that's not my favorite thing. Uh, but, you know, whatever. They are basing this. I mean some of these things off of mods and things like that, uh, basing off other games. You could tell there's always Arma style influences, but hey, we'll see. Uh that's that's their style and I get I understand why they do it. They don't want people to carry tons of things in their inventory and that's one way that you can restrict them. But I always I have always hated the uh, drag and drop blocky inventory inventory systems. That's probably the the part that I look at and say, eh. But other than that, I, I, mean, I look all the other features, and I think they all look good. All right. So this video may have finally convinced me, Brian, that I may need to hop on this bandwagon and get this game. Because yeah. it does appear now that it's actually going to come to a, a good a good point. At least it's got the promise. Yeah. So how Kickstarters are always a gamble, and this is one that I... I, I, I mean, because I talked to the developer. Like, I sat down, and I talked with them, and... Uh, and that kind of helped me to realize. Did you interview him okay. on the show? Did you do a one-on-one -on -one interview with him? I did. I did an yeah. I did an interview with him. Yeah, we played that. That was a long. We did an off-air. It was no, it was a no video, mm -hmm. um, off-the-air audio only recording. And so, and I talked with him before you know before we started recording and kind of got an idea. And so I I had a good idea of where they were going with this. And I said you know I think that they will release a game. I mean, which in the Kickstarter for being a Kickstarter that is saying something. That's that's a minority of uh, of games that come out of Kickstarter. So 
So how can I back it now? Is it too late? Have I missed my have Indiegogo? I missed my so if you go Indiegogo, okay, uh, and search for Dead Matter, mm -hmm. you should be able to find it on there. Yep, I see they've got a page here. It looks like um, looks like maybe the thirty five dollar one gets you. Yeah, I think that's the one they'll get you the get you the actual game. Your name in the credits, closed alpha access key. Yep, it looks like th so the thirty five dollar one gets you in there. Now that's a, that's a little pricey, Brian. In compare, yeah. not crap. What is Indiegogo doing here? Uh, this it's kind of and this is kind of pricey. Thirty five dollars early access to get yep. to get a closed, what does it say? A closed alpha copy of the game. I assume that gets you a. Does that get you an actual copy on release? A dead matter key, yes. Um, yep. So, I mean, you is that price point too much now for Indiegogo? So is this game going to be what fifty dollars, maybe sixty on launch? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty high. I think I paid $20 on a Kickstarter. But if on Indiegogo, um, it's 35 you only imagine that I mean, it that, would go that up. Is, that is pretty high. I mean, that the market has kind of changed since they originally Kickstarted as well. Yeah, like a lot. People, what people are willing to pay has gone down. And so it'll be interesting to see. I don't know how many sales they're making. If people are truly interested in it, they'll pay $35. But I think once you're getting people. to the... I bought this. I think once you're getting more to the general public, I think that you're going to find that people will pay $20. And I would hate to have it to where the Kickstarter people actually, or the people that do Indiegogo actually pay more than the final release. But, you know, I'm sure that they don't want to lower it now. But I think that they should add a $20, maybe a non-closed alpha version, $20. You'll Just get the, the final release. Yeah. Uh, so people that know that they're going to want to play it later can purchase it and just kind of hold on to it. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. It looks like $35 is the, is the only way to yeah, get it. Yeah. I, I, I think that they should go through and do a, a $20 tier to say, Hey, when the game comes out, if you back us now, when the game comes out, you'll get it. 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, so if you want to do so, you can, I just did a Google search for dead matter Indiegogo and it's the first link. So you can head on over there if you're interested and for 35 bucks, get access to uh access to the closed alpha which is says is planned for december uh, it says december of 2018 that clearly has come and gone right has have you played the closed alpha uh no not yet they haven't released the closed alpha so they originally were going to do it and then they pushed it out um and I, i'm assuming it's going to come out here this summer i don't remember i there was a date i saw originally I think it's this summer that they're actually going to be coming out. Okay, so that uh, estimate delivery needs to be updated on their Indiegogo. But, um, yep. but yeah, so the, there you go. Check it out. Um, we'll And we'll talk. Uh, you, I say, well, either you or I or both of us will talk to uh, the developer over there again a little bit uh, a little yep. bit later on uh, this year and see what's going on. The game looks like it's got a lot of promise. And as he said, there, there are no bullshit development team, and they're just making a game they want to play, which I like to hear. That's my kind of that's my kind of attitude to, <laughs> to to getting stuff done, Brian. Yeah, yep. I'm sure Brian can attest to that. Uh, all right. In other Kickstarter news, I know this is come as a real shock to everybody. The Remnants Kickstarter was canceled after only receiving like less than fifteen hundred U.S. dollars. I'm not mocking. I'm just saying that it yeah. never made it anywhere. So the Remnants Kickstarter was canceled. They canceled it two days before. Um, the the deadline and i uh, does that make it so it doesn't show as a failed kickstarter 
I mean, it still shows as a canceled. It, I mean, it still it still shows the number that they raised. It's still a failed Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's probably just easier to go through the process. Um, and not wait till after. Yeah, I'm go. sure there's when it gets canceled. Then there's or when it gets. Uh, 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 what do they call it? Yeah, failed to fund or whatever. Failed I'm sure to there, funding. I'm sure there's a whole rigmarole you got to go through. So they canceled it. Now, I did ask the developer. I messaged him and said, you know, what is your plan for the game now that you have, you know, now that the Kickstarter has been canceled and failed? And this is now quotes directly from him. He said, development will carry on at the current rate and the game won't release with everything which was planned. So they're, they're probably going to do some type of staggered release where they release this feature, then this thing comes now. Kind of probably like a little bit like a miscreated. Uh, when yeah. miscreated has over time released things, big cities, features, things, yeah. they add that stuff. And then saying that the game will most likely come out with multiplayer on Steam. No ETA yet, but it will be this year. So it's not gone it's it's still going to be worked on but just at a i guess a lot of the kickstarter funding which we you talked about would be to fund developers to just get the game to a point where they can actually start selling it that's kind of the way that that rolls um so that's kind of where we're at yep and so um i don't as i said i don't know what maybe we'll hear from again maybe we won't uh we'll see how they go along with the uh with the development you know, because they may find that if there's no interest from the community, I mean, which they saw in this Kickstarter, uh, you know, will there be interest to actually buy the game? Yeah. And, and I mean, that only time will tell. I know. And I don't want to be negative about the whole thing, but with such a lack of interest from the Kickstarter, is there yeah. a suitable market for this game to even succeed? And I don't I mean I don't want to get yeah, into a whole that's big what conversation, I, I, but ugh. that's that's what I I don't personally I don't see it. I I just think that people's expectations are too high now. People don't want to play the the unpolished games anymore like they used to. Yeah, I just I haven't seen the com- the communities wanting to do it. People complain about beautiful games, and then you know if you have something comes out that doesn't have the best graphics and isn't top notch, you know people will trash it. Uh, so I just don't know. I don't know if there's a market anymore for this type of a game because, because so many games that have triple a level of graphics worlds like scum come out and look at the reception that those get. So I don't know. I just, I, I think that the, I think that the world has changed. I think the times have changed. Um, so it may be done for for games like Renets that don't have a full art team and don't have all this stuff. Yep, yeah, and it's obviously going to make it a a little bit tougher for that. Um, all right, so that's the Remnants update. Okay, we are we got about thirty five ish forty minutes left, Brian. We've got a whole bunch of news we didn't get in go into. You've got a lot of stuff you want to talk about, so I'm going to kind of turn it over to you to steer this ship here for the last little bit. All right, well, let's just. Talk for a second about Division. I don't really have any okay. links or anything, but yep. the Division Two had their closed beta, uh, and and I don't know if you had a chance to. Uh, did you play that at all? I installed it. Didn't have a chance to play it though. Okay. Uh, well, I just wanted to give my experience with it. Mm-hmm. I did play it, um, and I tried to play it for a while, but for me, 
I had a horrible audio bug where everything was sounding like it was overmodulated and all talking sounded like droids of robots. Um, I actually did. I do have a YouTube video link. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be worth putting on here, but um, it was just, it was horrible to listen to. It gave me a headache after a short period of time. Um, and so I went through and I just was like, I, I just can't, I played it to the point of like, I just can't play this anymore. It was, it was that aggravating um, for me to do. So I don't know if, if other people ran into that same issue. I don't know if it's my sound card. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know what was doing it, but it was very consistent that I was having this issue. And so I, 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 hopefully they'll fix that. They did put a hint out. I put a link to a clip that's from Twitch where they did say something about having an open beta. They said, oh, we'll have that fixed before open beta. So there will be an open beta. They did do open betas with uh, division one. And so if you uh, if you do want to to play it and you didn't get a chance to get into this closed beta, um, you know, there will be an open beta you can try it out on. The the world, uh, from what I could tell, it, it seems big, but a lot of the quest stuff was disabled. You know, yeah. a lot of what drove you from place to place in the division was the quest system. Uh, this, I it took you to one place and then there was no quest from there and I would just run around. It kept saying... Uh, an agent needs backup because every time someone would die in the world, it'd say, it'd say they needed backup. Then, um, then you had just those those groups of AI that were kind of around cars, you know, throughout the streets. That was pretty much the only thing in there. there there's some animals running around. Um, the the bucks were, you know, as far as deer mm -hmm. were bugged, where they're just standing there. Uh, there's definitely some issues. AI was lagging out when the one of the first fight scenes that i got into i was just running along to where i thought i was supposed to be fighting and then the 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 server caught up and actually spawned ai behind me um because it just didn't couldn't load fast enough to keep up with my running uh i would start shooting an ai and it would teleport them like it would have them slide where they were supposed to go because the the <clears throat> animations weren't properly working to have them like jump off the top of a vehicle onto the ground and then run to a spot so it would have them slide through the air to the spot that where they're supposed to be i mean there's definitely bugs i don't i don't remember how far out this is but um for being a triple a studio there's some rough things that are happening in this release so yeah the uh there seem to be a lot of issues with it i didn't hear a whole lot of positivity yeah i mean that was just that the audio thing was the main thing that was aggravating um, but yeah, I was just having weird AI issues and then I don't know, maybe there was more stuff in the world and it just wasn't loading on mine. <laughs> I, I mean, all I saw was the, the AI groups and then, you know, some AI in the, the base that we, I went to. So I think I played it for like an hour before I was like, I just, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty much it. Uh, so we'll see, uh, if they put out a patch, I'll try it again. See if that that's been fixed. Um, I've thought about playing it on my console just to try it out and see how it's supposed to be played. See, because then, you know, and that's the beauty of console. I know it'll work. So I, I might do that. There you go. All right. Um, well, let's, uh, 
so th there's actually a a game that Nisco I think posted on here that's okay. going to be coming out. Uh, there's a video for it, but it's called Cher Cherno Chernobylite, right? Chernobylite, like for Chernobyl. Mm -hmm. um, there's a uh, there's a video that looks pretty cool, kind of give you the atmosphere of the game. This is a darker uh, kind of a horror game, but uh, try it out. Uh, he's telling PH is telling me Ch Chernobylat, whatever, but it's spelled light here, not Chernobylat. Chernobylat. Um, so. Uh, go ahead and play the video, and then let's talk a little bit. I want to get your your take of what you think, because the graphics on this I was pretty I'm pretty impressed with. So, Chernobyl, it took everything from me, everything but my life. Now, it has come back for it. Chernobylite. Uh, I think I guess Chernobylite. I guess that would be the that sounds yeah. like it's probably the closest. So this is a survival RPG, atmospheric sci-fi exploration game. Yes. So it's going to be out in autumn of this year. Okay. And what exactly are you looking for me? Or, or what exactly? What 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 exactly are you looking for? My opinion on the game itself. I mean, what do you think? Like the graphic? Like what do you think? I mean, is it, it's going to be interesting to people. It's it's so many cutscenes and clippy. It's hard to know what the game is actually going to look like. Uh, yeah, certain I, scenes was look really good, but I, then I just don't know what the game's actually going to look like once you're playing it because these are all kind of idealized scenes that they're putting you into a see it. Yeah, I know it's tough. It's I just I, I don't really I don't really know. Um, based on my play style of game, I wouldn't purchase this, but I yeah. this seems like it could be very popular within. I don't know what this genre is called. Survival horror, maybe, is what you'd call it. Maybe not even survival, just regular horror. Um, I mean, they're saying it's a survival game. They didn't even put the title of horror on there, which I was kind of surprised yeah, about. It looks like, based on that trailer, it looks like more like a horror game. But Now, one thing that's interesting about this, they said uh, this is an accurate 3D scanned rec uh, recreation of Chernobyl. Okay, that's so, kind of cool. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, that's unique. I mean, if you ever wondered what Chernobyl, this should have everything that was there um you're competing and or you're competing or collaborating with other stalkers of the zone but you, you can do whatever you want uh it says face and survive the natural and supernatural threats immerse yourself in a thrilling non-linear science fiction horror story here they actually say horror okay uh make good use of your character's physics and chemistry knowledge to craft your equipment and manage your supplies fight against the savage creatures pouring from the alternate reality and then investigate and collect with a set of sophisticated environment and substance analyzing tools. So there's definitely some survival in there, uh, but it'll be interesting to see. This is a different take on on survival. It's not we're putting you in on an on an island and you know live, yeah, or in a desert or whatever. 
Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if people actually, because we've been complaining about there's not very many survival games coming out. Well, here's one that's different than all the other ones that we've seen up to this point. Yeah. And see if it'll take off. Yeah, and I mean, these games, these games have got their place. When I see a game like this, it's not a multiplayer game. Um, right? It's not. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, appear. it's a sing- it, it says single player, but it doesn't appear uh, that it would be multiplayer. Yeah, from what I can tell, it it says collaborate though. So you're collaborating or competing with other stalkers of the zone. Hmm. But whatever, and I don't know if this mean is talking about real players. It says, but whatever you do, never fully trust them. Remember, everybody has a hidden agenda always. That may be just against NPCs. It may be some NPC driven, but. That to me really sounds like you're actually playing with people, just kind of how that's worded. So it's hard to say right now. When I see games like this, I think of Firewatch, which by all accounts was a smash success. We have we saw them at PAX. This game came out in when can you look up real quick when Firewatch came out? We saw them at PAX East in 2017. We saw them at PAX West in 2018. This was a one time, like four hour story. So it was twenty, yeah, February twenty of twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. That we released. just saw them September of last year, with a huge setup at Pax West. They had this. Yep. Whole, they had like a whole like city made with the whole la- the whole skyline with with lights and stuff all over it. So I mean, there are de- there is definitely space in this. I don't know what you'd call it realm for for these kinds of games. I mean, yeah. Fire Fire Firewatch was an incredibly successful and popular game, and I'm not comparing this. People to like Firewatch. people like atmospheric games. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing atmospheric. Is, that's a great word to use yep. for this. Yeah, and that's that's what Firewatch was. I mean, it kind of gave you a, a a feeling of oh, I want to explore. I want to look around. I want to unfold the story that's happening. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of what they're going with this. There's a story that they're wanting to tell you that your job is to uncover it. And that's not something that a lot of survival games have been able to do well. I mean, Ark has done a horrible job of it. Not, nothing close to even doing it. Yeah. Um, same thing with Atlas. They haven't told any story. They put stuff in there, but they put no way for you to actually have a true way of discovering it. Um, and I think that we've seen that with most survival games. They just put it out there and here it is. You know, you can read into it, whatever you want. I mean, Rust, good luck finding the story behind that. <laughs> um, so I just think that there, I think there is a community for this. I think it'll come down to how well the story's told. Um, and if the graphics, I mean, the, so far the graphics look impressive. If they can, if they can make you when you go into there, just like they did with Firewatch. And you're like, this just feels nice. This looks good. Because that's how you felt when you played Firewatch. You're like, it just yes. had a nice comforting feel. Not that they're trying to go with comforting for a horror game. But I think that they'll, they'll look at that. And if it makes you feel kind of on edge, that's what people want in this style of a game. Yeah, I, um, I, I really do think that there is... I really do think there's room for this. I mean, we're talking about all these games are online multiplayer VR shoot 'em up whatever and yep. there is plenty of room for games like this at a decent price yep. point 20 25 bucks and just make it happen yep so yeah so we'll see i just wanted to bring that up 
it is a, a survival game and we don't get to talk about survival games as often as we like. So um, let's talk about, well, let's talk about a game that is survival, uh, but we only play it every once in a while. It's seven days to die. They actually put out another patch. When are we removing so the banner from the website? We probably should get rid of that. Yeah, I can do. I'll put a, when they're when are they releasing Alpha 18? No, no, no. We'll, we just get no. rid of it. Come on. The, right, the, we'll the, the joke's it. been over. The joke is over. <laughs> uh, so 17.2 Experimental uh, came out. And one thing that they've been working on, I mean, they added, we added some new game uh, options, including you can set how often the Blood Moon happens, the range that Blood Moon happens as far as uh, the minimum maximum range from a player, land claim count, uh xp multipliers so those are actually settings you can do on there they added uh the option to disable texture streaming i I assume that maybe if your system for some reason has issues with that uh they worked a lot of on the ai uh just i know that we felt like it was pretty polished worked very well for being the pre-alpha 17. uh and so want to try it again at some point because now, this was mainly just pages of bug fixes. And so I'm thinking probably their seven, Alpha 17 is now pretty stable. Yeah. So, Pro- yeah, it's, uh, it's it, probably, yeah, it's it's definitely stable. Yeah. So we played it probably in the least stable it was, and it you know, wasn't that bad. Uh, now, their list of known issues did, sh- I think it shrunk a hair. It didn't grow this time. So uh, I remember the last two patches that they had, the list of known issues just kept growing. Um, some of these, bu- definitely most of these bugs were on the last list. I, don't, I haven't seen any that are really new, but it seems like they are kind of whittling away at it. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a 17.2.1 or something mm-hmm. that gets rid of some of these issues. So we'll see. But that is that is seven days to die. All right, quick little update on them. Um... Talk about scum real quick. We kind of talked about them earlier. Yeah, so they released a, a kind of a work in progress yeah. update. Some cool stuff uh, that put out in the last couple of days. They've been working on some of the uh, the way that the guns work. So they have a, a dual barreled shotgun that has it's kind of like the the barrels are on top of each other, mm-hmm. and they're getting the animations and getting the mechanics of that worked out. It's not yeah. quite ready. They don't have it uh, textured and everything quite yet, but they are getting the animations and everything working. Um, they also are adding some more vehicles. So here's an example of one. Looks definitely a little bit too clean right it now. It looks like they just purchased it right off of the uh, whatever marketplace and put it in here. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. This I, literally looks like a picture out of Ford's. 2019 f f-150 catalog i mean it doesn't even look real it looks like a it it, it looks so fake and doesn't look like it fits into the game at all yeah like, what the i mean it does look this? like they just went and bought a uh a, a model from like squid whatever <laughs> yeah, are you right this squid. this looks like i'm watching a toyota commercial or something or ford commercial i mean this is come on yeah, that, I mean, it is kind of strange. Um, it doesn't match the feel of the game. Not I don't know if they're, if they're going to retexture it, like if that's the purchased one. They, they could do a night and day difference with that model if they retextured it because it's just way too shiny. Like it just, the texturing on it doesn't look realistic. 
um yeah that's right yeah that's what i'm saying ph ph recognizes the style like that's a a turbo squid model um it's a quick and easy way to get them but generally they don't come textured to the style that you're gonna have in your game i'm just looks like they're just doing a quick and easy they probably don't have a person who really has vehicles or they're working on vehicles and they're not ready yet so they're just grabbing some vehicles to throw in there to work on the handling and things like that of the vehicles. This picture is a CGI render of a 2019 F-150. And then here's <laughs> what scum is putting in their games. I mean, it's, it's like, the, it's got yeah. the stupid shadow, the stupid reflections on it and whatnot. Not a good look. Yeah, it did. It, I was kind of surprised when I saw it. I was like, that just doesn't fit. And then it's like, so for weird. how beautiful. Some of the other things are in the game. So and the, how, realistic they are the next thing on here is this is they're working on um some urban assets and the next thing is this house which looks great it's got the siding is is falling apart there's exposed brick the the shades and the blinds are all kind of destroyed and disheveled this looks yep some of the windows look like they're broken this looks great it it fits the style of the game unlike the the aged look unlike the hot wheels orange four-door truck i mean come on yeah yep and so i don't know if they're you know josh uh he met he mentions as well you know it looks like this is another asset pack they bought from turbo squid what is turbo squid most people don't know what that is so it's like a 3d model marketplace you can go and buy and there's some cool stuff on there but you can buy exact like what you had shown with that with that ford you can buy exact replications of vehicles I I go and look at them and you have to be careful because okay you can get a BMW whatever model but you can't put a BMW into your game. You know, you have to get something that's somewhat generic. I wasn't wrong. Uh, the the model they bought is literally the 20 the 2009 Ford 2019 Ford Ranger model. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, Josh brings up he says you can also usually tell because the sizing isn't right like the size that it, it matches up because uh, unreal works off of like centimeters ah. uh and the the measurements that they use are different so the scaling isn't usually correct when you when you bring them in or when you're looking at them so this uh yeah i mean they picked up some models yeah um, which is not a problem there's yeah. no problem they're trying models. to get content in there yep. probably quickly now here's one that matches more so go down go to that like uh it's a Thing for dealing with mining i think oh crap i just sort of passed that yeah this thing the the yeah the, that yeah this looks that cool. matches much more and there's the detail level of that oh yeah fits in much better like that i i look at and say okay that makes sense in the game yeah the yeah this looks doesn't. this looks fine yeah and again here's the, the, the thing this truck is not against a background it's not in the game it's just against a black gradient Backdrop. We may see with reflections and and the lighting and everything. Maybe it'll look a lot better. Yeah, it's hard it, to say. But this looks like garbage. Well, yeah, the, they no, should have thrown it, it in the world. It doesn't look like garbage. That's the problem. It needs to not look like this. Uh, it looks like it needs to look like something that someone would have left out. It's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. So, uh, we will uh, we will see. So yeah, they're they're doing a whole bunch of work in private. I'm not trying to slam them. I just that kind of that kind of caught me by uh, that kind of caught me by surprise. Yep. All right. Um, 
and other than that, I mean, the, there's weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I scroll through I mean, those. They've got, they've just other things that they've added. Uh, so we'll see. I haven't seen an update from them in a little while. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I we did see one thing that was kind of odd is we saw an update from them and like they were going all out on getting incredible detail on the characters, like the male and female parts of the characters. Oh yeah, like, that they, wasn't a couple maybe, weeks ago. Maybe maybe. Maybe they should spend a little less time on that and spend more on these models of things that are, that are going to matter in game. Yeah. So, just a piece of advice. Um, also, let's uh, let's talk about Arc really quick. We did mention oh. Arc earlier. Yep. And Arc put out an update that's actually bigger. I mean, the, well, first of all, they're doing their Valentine's Day event. Yeah, I like. So if the, you're looking for an Arc event. They're always doing events for holidays. I love it. Yep. And so they have their, that will start, uh, well, today. So it auto activates today. It goes through the 18th. So you have six days to, to try that. Uh, of course, I think you can activate, you have to activate it using a special command on on your private server. So if you're running a private server, you have to do that, but official servers will automatically start doing it today. Uh, then they fix the bugs. They've been not really going in and trying to make new content. I mean, their Valentine's Day event is a repeat of last year. I don't see any crazy, uh, crazy new things. It's just it's pretty much last year's things happening again, which I think is fine. I mean, the games are all fully released and done. But other than that, they just did a bunch of fixes. So they're still balancing and fixing but I don't know that we're really going to see any new content to speak of for, for arc anymore. And they're also doing this on arc mobile. Um, they're doing their, yep. they're doing a baby boom, which is going to be, uh, uh, probably quicker, uh, tames and, and birth and, and that whole and process, mating and everything else. Stuff. Yep. Uh, the 13th to the 18th and then 14% bonus on all Amber purchases. And then they're doing a special promo giveaway on the 14th on Valentine's day. So, uh, yeah, they're, uh, you know, this is this is the kind of stuff we were talking about earlier with Epic and Fortnite. It's these little things that you can do with if it's the turkey for Thanksgiving that, that you can't kill that ch- will chase yeah. you from the north to the south corner <laughs> that of the slaughtered map. Slaughtered us. I mean, it would wreck our entire squad. I mean, it's it's these it's these little things that um that uh that that just I don't know I don't know it's I don't know I don't know how you describe it. It's just these little things that keep people. No, it's not active. Interesting. In, not even interested. It's just think it's nice to see that a game developer is is taking outside, you know, IRL events and putting them into their game. And, and it's not yeah. it's not a long period of time that it's in there. It's not breaking the entire game. It's not late. It's just yeah. in the game. In the in the game for a couple of days and gone. And then it'll be back next year. Yep. I like that. So story. I mean, so we'll so yeah, we'll see. I I think they'll just continue doing fixes. I don't know that we're going to see too much else, but hey, if at least it has events and they're continuing all of those things going, they haven't dropped the game. Uh, but it's just, it's just, it's a done released game. Uh, but obviously, people are still playing it. It's still well, got dec- decent numbers. Jad even mentioned that we we're talking about those layoffs. Jad mentioned that they are still hiring developers, uh, UE4 developers for Arc. So they're still working on yep. stuff. Yep. And so. We'll just have to see uh, see what happens. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, do I mean we're at seven o'clock? Do you have a preference? Um, Is there anything else you want to cover? Unturned came out with an update. 
Um, there's a Rust video. Yeah. Um, you want to cover Atlas real quick? Is it anything yes. major with them? Uh, so mainly they've been doing just fixes and, and tweaking things. Uh, if you look, they've been working on the explosive barrels, mm -hmm. uh, making it so people can't carry a whole bunch of them. Uh, stack size is 10, but you can only carry, have one carryable stack per person. Um, they, they've been tweaking the diving suits and, and just all the different things that they've been adding in the last couple weeks, last month. Uh, they've been working on balancing the damage and just balancing everything out that they've been adding. Uh, they've been fixing server crashes, uh, some exploits that came out. It, it, they do have been doing a lot of small patches. So they'll have a patch that has like one fix in it, two fixes in it. Once in a while, they'll have one that has five or six. Uh, their 18.31 patch was really big. Uh, they did have something. They were supposed to be putting out a patch, but they said that they, it was a personal emergency with one of the developers. Ah, okay. And so they're one of the big patches that they were going to be putting out this week, they actually pushed off because they didn't want to do it when that person wasn't there. So I don't know. They didn't go into exactly what happened, but there was one patch that they were getting ready to do and they, and we'll see, I'm sure when that person comes back, they'll be ready to roll it out. So, uh, whatever patch there was going to be, that was bigger. I think that that has been held off, uh, but they will be doing, missions those daily missions and everything but that probably won't be till later in this month okay well i guess that uh that tells us where we need to be all right is um, there anything else on here that is of relevance to cover no i think uh so one thing actually josh is in here and he did do a patch after his um open weekend now so he did i gotta uh, say i was supposed to play i installed it and everything and Apex Legends was on the mind, <laughs> and uh, and it uh, we just did, it just didn't get around to it. I I think he'll be doing another one, so I hope so. Just have to hold hold to it. Uh, so zero point two point five, uh, mainly doing fixes. He you know as he does these play tests, mm -hmm. that's the whole point of him is to find the bugs. So he had some things with UI that he fixed, uh, some audio an audio issue. Uh, he's been adding things to AI, so oh, the cool. sounds to the AI mainly. Uh, so their footstep sounds, aggro sounds, when they jump, when they land. Um, added some things to the death screen. Uh, added a new effect when you take damage. And then fixed some of the floating grass and issues like that on the map. So in Redsville area. So those that's the fix he did uh, for 0 0.2.5 after he did that on Sunday. And he also and so, uh, says uh, that they've hired a full-time artist and they are currently contracting an Islands of Nine artist as well, or Islands of Nine uh, artist to, uh, to to work on some stuff over there as well. So, Very good. good so, uh, so keep an eye out for that. And we have a link. I'll have to put it back in there, but we have a link for if you're wanting to sign up for those uh, closed betas that you can sign up and it'll it'll let him know that you signed up through our link. Yes, which, of course, uh, as everybody knows in the affiliate business, that uh, reflects well on us. So if you're going to sign up for the beta, we appreciate you uh, using our code and uh, helping us out with that. Okay, doke, Brian. Um, I'm actually quite surprised. We got through a lot more than I thought we were going to be able to this evening. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, coming up next week, 
uh, you've got an engagement that is not going to allow you to be here for the Tuesday show. So what we've done is uh, I will be doing a, uh, and we we couldn't find another good time for a, I've got some stuff going on with work next week and you've got some other engagements. So we, and we couldn't find a good time to do a, 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 the show on a different day. So what, we, what we're going to do is Tuesday night at 7, I'm going to um, come on and we're going to do an hour or so of, of news from the week, things that have changed. I'm sure we'll have some Apex news and some other news. And then you and I um, pre-recorded yesterday a, mm-hmm. a segment uh, where we tackle a couple of these uh, BR games and what's going on with them. And then we did that. We did we did a little, we were shooting for like 45 to 50 minutes. And as always, we are unable to hit any of our times. I think we did about an hour and 10 minutes on that. So that'll be the second half of next week's show. So it'll be a full program. Nothing, I mean, nothing, nothing crazy with that, but we'll do an hour news um, we'll, then we'll do uh, kind of a pre-recorded second half uh, talking about uh, Apex and Fortnite and PUBG and all these other BR games. And then uh, I'll come back at the end. We'll do uh, current players. And maybe, just maybe, Brian will give me a tip of the week that I can uh, <laughs> that I can bring along to him uh, or to, to, to the listeners from him. And uh, we'll do that. We'll wrap up the show. So we'll have a full show next week. No difference on time. Nothing else will be different, but uh, it'll be a little bit of a different format. And obviously you won't be here on the first half or, or the live portion of the program. So uh, so stay tuned for that next week. Very good. All right. So are we ready to uh, do tip of the week? Oh, you don't want to do my segment? Oh, yeah. We can do yours first. Well, I mean, you know, here we go. Here we go. Steals my segment. I was just ready to skip t- past it. Typically steals my segment in the I middle of the you show. Any extra, you probably, I figured you didn't do one, maybe. I, I don't appreciate that. All right. Well, I do a segment. <laughs> and for the first time ever, I'm actually not putting H1Z1's number on here because there's just really no point. So starting with ARK Survival Evolved. Currently playing. We got a light, light games this week. Currently playing 26,013. The 24-hour peak, 39,564, with a 70 peak, still going strong, 52,889. Moving on over to PUBG. The current player now mount must be wrong because it's it's so low, it's incredible. I think Steam just did their update. So it says 26,788 people currently playing. The 24-hour peak, 854,921, and the 70 peak, 852,355. This is both of these numbers are specifically the uh 24 hour peak is up 200,000 players from last week. So not really sure how that can fluctuate so much in just a week's time, but nevertheless it is. And then finally Brian, a game that is now out of the top 15 most played games on Steam, Atlas with 10,900 people 906 people currently playing. The 24 hour peak 14,695 and the 7 day 20,416. They're struggling. This the game has not yeah. been out this long and if you go we use a Steam DB info for the current players and you go to the homepage and it shows you the top 15 games that are being most played games and Atlas is falling off that list. Yep. You know that's the thing is they I, they made something that's difficult for people to host by themselves i mean i made a tool that makes it people i have people thanking me all the time because i make it possible but i it's only for linux and it's difficult to run very many instances i mean you have to have a beefy system to do anything over a a one square grid i mean if 
it's like you do a one or you do a two uh two by two and that's four different instances you're having to run and if you have eight gigs of ram on a computer and you're wanting to run that it just doesn't work so i i don't i think they failed to realize that the reason that arc is so popular is because of the private servers josh is saying uh copying their steam description atlas the ultimate survival mmo of unprecedented scale with 40 plus thousand simultaneous players in the same world and he correct the 40,000 to 10,000 plus <laughs> which is a pretty accurate number yeah. um for yeah and all those people aren't playing on the same server so i mean they're definitely not filling up there's their eight servers. Or, there, no, there's four main servers na and eu pvp and non-pvp and then and then inside of that there's all those grids so yep yep and so we'll see we'll see what happens with that i just i it is frustrating um but it's it, the the things that they let happen in the initial few weeks of that game release i think drove a lot of people away and i don't know if if those people eventually will come back i mean there's modding in the game uh I, at some point people might come back to it it's hard to say uh amnon or sorry nissan communications is asking uh <laughs> what kind of what type of memory does the server need uh i mean it if you're running four instances it seems like it takes about two gigs of ram each to run it two point something but the right now in a linux system it eats about one core per or actually it, it's down to a half of a core per instance so that's not horrible uh, when someone gets on there, it jumps to about 125% of a core per instance. So, um, actually, wait, Falcon says it's eight gigabytes per grid minimum. Per grid? Yeah. Each individual grid requires eight gigabytes. I don't know. Our server has 128 gigs, so it's kind of hard to, I don't, I don't notice the RAM, but yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it, it takes a lot. Like, uh, Falcon, he tried to run, he, wow. He's tried to set one up on his computer and it was maxing out his memory. Huh. So it definitely is. It definitely is a hog. It's it's just not easy for people to host. And these server companies are struggling with it because it takes so much to host it for people. Way more than Arc does. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's, says, that's yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, when you, when you start adding islands and things that have AI and all this stuff, it just jumps up. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that, pretty much that's the state of that. So uh, I would imagine over probably by the end of February, those current players will dip below 10K and will be on the slow incline down. I can't imagine it'll stay above 10. Well, it, are they going to keep all those servers up? Again, they well, keep they the can't, grid as big as it? They're, I mean, they're making to. it more efficient. Yeah, they can't. I mean, know, I mean, they won't add any more servers, but there's not going to do anything else. Yeah, I, I think that they are gonna. They're trying to make it to where it's as efficient as possible because that will cut down on the number of physical machines they need if they can make it efficient. Uh, so I guess that will lower their cost. But you know, right now, I mean, they're running a lot of servers to host that, and when there's ten thousand players, that's not good. Yeah, and there's also private servers as well. So you've got ten thousand players split across four main worlds and a whole bunch of private servers as well. Yep, not ideal. Yep. So we'll see what we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, all right. So we've got. Let's go and do tip of the week. Oh uh, yeah, if, you, if you'd like I, to. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, let's go and do that. Uh, that's where either I'll talk about a general gaming tip or for one specific. Since 
Nick's been playing so much Apex Legends. I thought I would do that. This is tip of the week. All right, so I thought I'd steal this one from our news channel because I, I, I think it was Saul, Saul who posted this that uh, had the strategy for using the parachute yep. in this game. You can call it a parachute, whatever you want to call it. But uh, there's a lot of, of variance between these different BR games of how you properly uh, treat a parachute. And on this, someone has come up with, with from what we can tell, seems to be the best method for uh, for trying to get to a location the fastest. And so you don't want to go at a direct angle. So you don't want to just go like at a 45 degree type of an angle and head straight towards the object. Uh, what's the other game that has it where you drop rapidly for a few seconds? Uh, I think that was uh, the Call Our, of Duty one. Blackout, uh, uh, right? Blackout, yeah. So they they did something similar to where you will drop straight down here until you reach a speed of 145. When you hit that, you can start kind of gliding uh, more straight until you lower down to about 130 to 135. Um, at, that, at that point, it's kind of a diminishing return. So you want to then drop until you hit 145 again and then glide till you get down to between 135 and 130. Uh, and just keep doing that until you reach the location. That seems to be the way to get there the fastest because that's keeping you at those optimal speeds. If you just go to direct angle, you'll never get your speed up high enough and you'll actually end up getting there later. So cycle between those two speeds and you'll get to the ground the fastest. Yeah. Um, I'll even say this. Your mileage may vary with this. Not that these numbers aren't good, but you could all just take the approach of Going straight down, pulling up, straight down, pulling up. That I mean, that's kind yep. that that works very well in this game. And you just kind of it depends. There's a lot. There's sometimes a lot of terrain in the way, so sometimes you've got to yep. glide out out of the launch to get over a, a big terrain, and um and then and then do your drop. And that is not true. I do not do the left grab. I have I have perfected <laughs> my launch style. I'm a damn good launcher. He says he's played with you. He says it's not true. That is absolutely fake news. Go watch his stupid VODs on Twitch. I I I, I proven evidence that I. I Use the strategy on the right. Um, All right. So, I trust you. So, yeah, you wouldn't know, Brian. You don't play the game, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, yes. I, I, I submitted my project yesterday. So well, congratulations. I'm games tomorrow. Um, and Saul, I will say Saul is by far the best jump master we've got. He can get you anywhere in the game. Uh, proven results with him. Proven gunfights. So. Yes. We've been having a good time. Come join us. Very good. Yeah. If, if you are interested in playing, it's a free-to-play game. If it's something that you're like, hey, I hear you guys talking about it, uh, come and see if you think the hype is, if it lives up to the hype. So, uh, but you can jump onto our Discord and uh, jump into one of the channels and ask some people to play with you. I'm sure they'll be willing to do that. And that way you can get names to make groups and everything. Yes. Uh, so if you want to find me, are we ready to roll out? Is there anything we need, else we need you to You need cover? to do the game giveaway. I do the game giveaway. You're all Sorry, over the I'm, place, Brian. I'm all over the place. What's well, so up? You got I a hot date or something? Very well lately. My, I, I, yeah, I just, I have been, been, uh, sleeping well because I've been doing school because I, because I've got this thing coming up. I got to, I've been sleeping well either. I don't have an excuse. I'm not, I'm not making excuses. <laughs> All right. When you get older, you'll find out that's, I could use my age as an excuse, right? Oh yeah. Oh man. Aldridge. All right. So let's, 
let's go ahead and uh and roll for this so congratulations nisco 3000 totally long time listener <laughs> yeah long time listener nisco congratulations i will send you a link and you'll be able to redeem your key and uh ph says he doesn't want it reroll uh, <laughs> the way he's cheering in chat we'll uh we'll let him have yes long time friend of the program thanks nisco I do want to thank he submits a lot of news throughout the week. He does. And we really do appreciate that. Uh, Submitting the news in the news channel is a huge help to us. Uh, I do want to thank a whole bunch of people here. We've got a whole bunch of donations and Twitch subscriptions over the past week. So our friend Donnie plays uh, hit us with a random 25 bucks uh, over the past week. So thank you for that. Uh, As well as uh, a couple of subscriptions and resubscribes on Twitch, including our friend uh, uh, Brock Vond, Bob Blast, Falcon, Vertigo Bomber, and PHVCK, who says Fortnite is dead, uses promo code PHVCK and Apex Legends for ten percent off. So you can uh, you can use all that and get some good discounts in uh, in video games. Thanks to all those guys uh, and everybody else for uh, supporting the uh, program and what we do. All right, now you can do your outro, Brian, if you'd like. Now I can do my outro. All right, if you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, of course, my blog biteoftech.com, and. Uh, as we've been saying, go to our website, join our Discord. It's the uh, the best way to suggest news to us throughout the week, to hang out, chat, get to know some of the community. Um, also, we have links to all of our audio formats, our video formats, a link to our live show page. So if you want to come and hang out, uh, participate in the game giveaway that we do every week, uh, just make sure that you go to our website. And we have all the different show notes. So if there's anything we showed a video for you didn't get to see, make sure you go on there and click the show notes for this particular episode and you will be able to uh to see all the things that we were using to reference this so and there's a, a nice place that you can go and check out the video there's so we have a video of it so the youtube video and then right below that will be an audio format so you can listen to it embedded right into our site and some pretty cool artwork i make it an effort. Yeah, nick, I, nick does the artwork every, every week, week and they're always I, very unique and i'm enjoying it i really enjoyed my uh, uncle sam being the steam logo paying your steam tax <laughs> last week I, I i had i had a good time with that one that one was fun to make so uh that's good yeah we'll uh we, we continue to do that stuff as well Alrighty, brian well uh well thank you and um we will see you in uh in two weeks here uh back on our uh back on our regularly scheduled show. we'll have a just a regular normal show coming up uh those at the 26th of february so yep. uh thank you for that and uh yeah we'll uh see you here shortly sounds good see you Alrighty, folks uh thank you for joining us if you joined us live thank you uh don't forget join us live next week as well we're here live every tuesday night uh, right here on our twitch channel twitch.tv forward slash infection podcast uh follow the channel uh if you've got a twitch prime subscription sitting out there you know make sure you renew that every month if you're uh, looking for a channel to shoot it at uh we'd appreciate it you uh subscribing over here all right well uh that's gonna do it so you can check out our website of course it's infectionpodcast.com you can follow me on twitter at nicholas m craig again this any portion of the show our website is infectionpodcast.com thank you so much for joining us everybody have a great week